0: Oh, for shit's sake. <laughs> How do you get out of there, and AKC dog breeders? <laughs> it's a fact <laughs> of life and nature. <laughs> Welcome to episode 450 of the GeekCast Live podcast. Uh, I am sure I'll be your host. I'm not GCR. I am Nico. And with me as uh, God is intended. Uh, Rob Bass. <laughs>
1: And Cartoon Joe. You tripped me up because I was going to thank you for being <laughs> our host. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: I was so busy you, thinking like, about it accepted it. And, yeah. And the American Kennel Club.
0: Yeah. 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 I, thought, I, wow, I, I re a- I re I reverse jinxed myself on yeah. the intro. So yeah, so good.
1: I, I, my brain melted for a second, so I forgot where I like, was whenever I was supposed to introduce myself.
2: You did like a Globetrotter's head fake.
0: Uh, where yeah, it's my like, ankles are broken. snuck the intro in. Yeah, I, I head faked, and then I also tossed the smallest player that we had up into the <laughs> air so that the biggest player could use him to dunk a ball.
1: It was a real one-two punch.
0: Yeah, your eyes, can't, you cannot look away. It's, a, it's an established fakery that's timeless. Uh, if you're missing Ryan, and I don't know why you would be, he is uh, attempting, and has been for a couple days, to uh, he's <laughs> hes trying to thwart the Canadian border guards. So he's been trying to figure out if there's a a passable track to cross over. I will not tell you what state he is trying to cross from, so not to give him away. Uh, Mountie's yeah. got to do your own work. The one stipulation
2: your... we've given him is he's not allowed to use the word please.
0: Yes. Correct.
2: Told is all it takes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he can't threaten to slap fight anyone. That also apparently gets you a quick access. So uh, Godspeed, uh, brother. Uh, last we checked, he was uh, 0 for 2. But
1: I think his... Yeah. Elk costume is really on point this year though, so he might be able to actually pull this off. Was that Elk or Elf?
0: Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like like elf. the Super Troopers version, like the bear suit? Is it that type of suit? Like that deal?
1: Yeah. Or the or the movie Elf. One of the two.
0: Okay. He's Which like, uh,
2: like a mix of Keelith and Will Ferrell. Yeah, if I think you're I
0: listening to this show. And uh, yes, I'm talking to you, uh, Kelly, maybe somebody else. Uh, Write in and tell us which is the most, which of those two costumes gives Ryan the highest probability uh, on a 2D6 roll to cross into Canada, elk costume or elf costume? And we'll share the results next week. And
1: if you want to see more of those results,
0: you can always check out his OnlyFans. Of course, where elk, elf man is uh, uh... trending.
2: Onlyfans.com slash BuckStyles.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty sure. It's that and a
0: lot of feedbacks.
1: How are you guys uh, doing
0: this week? <laughs> you
1: know what?
2: Better uh, now than I thought I would be 10 minutes ago.
0: Yeah. I will agree with that. I, I was a little lax about something to talk about because it's kind of a, I mean, it's a sort of a downtime in, you know, sort of regular geek culture. It's There's strange. lots of shit going on in like the world and uh, but uh, we don't say that word here. June? Oh. Yeah. we, yeah, we
1: are June. we are staunchly against anti Augustine <laughs> calendars. Anything, right.
0: Augustine Junior. The J months can suck a fat one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can quote me on that. Uh, uh, I will.
2: Rob, I think you got the show title.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Actually, we were going to talk about uh, classes tonight to shake things up a little bit. Uh, And we just made that up literally right now. But we were talking about uh, both the uh, class system, um, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. Uh, Unfortunately, all of us are wizard. Yep. Wizard class and some form of white. And
1: also impoverished white. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Midwestern. So
0: Yeah, so that kind of limits our the breadth and depth of our conversation. But uh, so, yeah, just check the box for for general white wizard Mm -hmm. for the class system. But also, yeah, we
1: should probably avoid all of that, actually. (laughs) Post
0: post production, post production. Not grand, Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, Not grand, mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Well,
1: you know what? I'm going to change it to Ranger. Yep.
0: Grand <laughs> <A laughs> white ranger. At least uh, the
1: worst okay. that could probably be as a Power Ranger reference. And I can't remember. I don't think that was the one that killed his roommate with a sword. No. Oh, or it could goes.
0: be the truck. I think the truck that Ryan drove in high school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But Rob, I was talking to Lindsay earlier about uh, your class that mm-hmm. you taught. And I could not remember if it had a if it had because you're not a full time, right?
1: Correct. I'm like, a part time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but what is your what is the actual uh, class or role that you are playing? Because I was trying to explain it as you were some sort of like science and tech mage, but I, am. I didn't really but, know if that was uh, accurate.
1: Specifically, I, I teach computer and technology. Uh, okay, for so close K through six students. Yeah, so a lot of the stuff that I do uh, involves. Uh, teaching kids about the different kinds of hardware and software that are involved in computers. Uh, So one of my favorite things that we get to do is like at the beginning of the year, I have this old Apple Tower that somebody was kind enough to donate to us. And I bring it into the classrooms, bring a handful of tools in, and then all the kids gather around and we got this computer and name all of the different parts and talk a little bit about what they do and like how they function like the processor is uh you know kind of like the brain of the computer we talk a little bit about ram and memory and how that's different from um uh uh i too high for this but anyway uh uh so yeah uh a lot of computer stuff a lot of typing yeah. programming um uh, talking about technology, uh, I want to get a little bit more hands-on with some of our like technology-related lessons and experiments uh, next year, but uh, we'll we'll see how we burn
0: that bridge when we cross it. Awesome. I I wanted to do it justice because we were we stumbled onto it because of the AI episode, and Lindsay was sharing her displeasure with all things AI, and I tried to explain that you know when we chopped it up. I was kind of the, I was the anti guy. You were the intellectual moderate, and Ryan was the, you know, balls deep slurper. Yeah, GPT can write my
1: entire fantasy fit
0: Right, exactly correct. Joe, I don't remember. I think you just sort of rode along comfortably
2: between all of it.
0: Yeah. So you know, we were doing some AI. Mm -hmm. Lindsay, my wife, being ooh, nice. Uh, she's a teacher, obviously middle school, and is going to be. If God, she she not picked ready. the worst of them. It's unreal. I mean, honestly, how
1: does God, she live? God,
0: she is roughly.
1: She is yeah, stalwart, and I don't have enough great words to describe uh, middle school she, teachers. She's got you. the
0: programming, like yeah, it's a unique like skill set which she can handle she she's done public school, middle school, which is she does that well. Her specialty is more like sort of like gifted or um, mm. like Uber nerds. Sure. That's like more her thing. Relatable. Uh, but she's going to have to deal with if she isn't already. Well, I guess the school year is over, but like you know the influx of of you know I don't know how to phrase it. I'll t- I'm not. I'm going to try and sound smart, not so kids d- turning in AI generated work. Yeah. You know? Sure. Yeah. Cuz that's absolutely a possibility. It's it's a given. I mean, it's already happening in colleges, so and I'm sure high sure. schools. So, you know, that's a thing that all teachers may have to deal with and I was then I was trying to explain to her what you did and and all that and that so, you were the the most uh uh learned about AI amongst our little uh, group. <laughs> Thank you, yeah.
1: yeah, no, so my thought process on that, uh like I guess, in my limited experience of being a teacher and stuff, um, and somebody who's also deeply interested in like using AI for you know things of that nature, I think it's kind of important to maybe uh reconsider as teachers um, uh uh some of the repetitious like uh or, or like menial work that we have students do. Cause I think that there's a lot of stuff that we do in our, like as teachers um, that can kind of just be expedited. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I've got weird feelings about it because like, certainly you don't want to just offset learning for machines, right? You, you want students to be engaged. You want them to be trying to actually learn the material and the theory and the function and, And practice of all of this different stuff, Um, but I think that um, there's a lot of things like some of the homework that we teach, where it's just like answering questions, I guess, uh, to just prepare for quizzes and tests. And I think that there might be other ways that we could probably go about um, approaching teaching that might be a little bit more hands-on or engaging. It might involve less, just kind of tedious work.
0: Um, for students, that's that's certainly I think would be would be great, you know. The,
1: but that's also being like incredibly problem. hopeful, <laughs> and teachers yeah. are incredibly and underpaid. That's because you're that's because is.
0: you're still you're still working with sponge kids, you know. Yes, and unfortunately, my kids want to learn. Yeah, yeah, they right. become uh, bastard coated bastards with bastard filling, like yeah. pretty soon after sixth grade. Yeah, pretty and you know, immediately after to her. Lindsay's point, yeah, honestly. You know the way she put it was, kids are are going to not need a brain, like they're going to not need to learn, and they're already halfway there, and you know it, that's part of not just teaching in school, but like I've tried to explain this to my daughter because she doesn't have good study habits since like you know, you're, yes, it's, you want to learn material, but you also need to learn how to be tested. You know, that's really, uh, it's not like math in particular, you know, very low percentage of kids do anything with Mm -hmm. advanced math past high school. Yeah. You just forget about it because you don't use it. That's not really the point of going to take algebra class. I mean, it, it is because you'll retain a little bit, but it's, you need to learn how to be tested, how to study to pass a single exam. I mean, that's Gee. the life skill, you know. There, yes, I there's see. there's knowledge to be gleaned, but there's also learning how to how to test, how to perform, how to uh, achieve just whatever your required task is. If your task is you have to get an eighty percent on this final exam, you know. Well, that's it's not just about knowing, you know, proper grammar and math and, and you know, how to how to you know, do science or whatever. But so yeah,
1: I find anyway. I find that particularly interesting. So I feel like I've got a very different philosophy, both in like, terms of learning and in teaching.
0: And I am um, just a quick caveat, I am talking more like high school. I'm sure. not talking about, I'm absolutely not talking about like the young years where kids really are like learning, like fundamental, you're know, imprinting their brains with. Yeah. So just that's my asterisk. I, I
1: And I think that is a, an important and fair caveat. But I think that. Um, I don't know, I try and approach it more from rather than trying to teach for specific testing. Like obviously there's specific material that you have to prepare them for because there are state um tests yeah, that are required and will dictate funding for schools and all sorts of shit. Um, wild. Right. Good great stuff. Different parts. Uh, it's
0: though. it's so um,
1: But um I think that more than trying to teach them to prepare to test something, I think that there's uh i don't know i think that there should be more of an emphasis on teaching students how to learn and seek out information and i think that definitely at the very least i try to approach it from that angle i'm not just teaching them material i'm teaching them material as well but i want them to be able to pull a computer apart and name all of the different pieces i want them to be able to get on a keyboard and do all of this kind of typing i want them to be able to get on the internet and access different websites and be able to um, log into places and do all sorts of different kinds of programming and coding and create different kinds of games and stuff like that.
0: Um, Well, that's the blessed thing about about the special people that become teachers and educators. One is like believing, you know, having that sort of like belief. I'm not saying it's blind belief, but like... That that even though you know, you're not going to be able to get through to every kid the same way that, you know, that's the hope is that you and this is like Lindsay, too. She wants to instill a love of learning and and she is very successful. And, you know, a lot of teachers are I'm just I, I'm looking at it from like the side of. Now, there's so many ways for kids of all ages but to to eliminate the thinking and learning you know, via technology, and then, uh, you know, AI just, uh, you know, extrapolates that. Uh, I
1: think that there certainly is concern for that. But on the other hand, I'd argue that we've been doing that since we've been like putting writing on walls and like text in books, because that's effectively what we're doing, right? We are we are storing data externally somewhere that we can access it, right? be it a book, be it a cave
0: painting. Ooh, oh, it- I, love, I love what you're saying. Uh, and- my, my, my counterpoint to that, though, is the difference is that, that that written knowledge or whatever, you know, up to somewhat recent time, isn't instantly accessible. A person has to retain it in their own brain. Well, they have it to it seek is. it out and they have to retain it when they walk away from it, you know, to, to, ah, to access I mean- at a later point. Where, where now, sure, maybe, there, but if you've got the text, instant workaround.
1: Sure, but if you've got like the textbook in front of you or the manual for whatever you're Fair. doing in front of you, you're yeah. not going to like look at it once, read it once, and then be like, I've stored all of this in my brain. I'm going to go tear apart this engine no, now. No. And you're right. I've got a reference manual. I've got the book. I've got, I've got the information externally available to me that I can just constantly reference. So I don't have to store it all in my brain. I might store some of that in my brain. That way, later, if I come across a similar problem, I'll be able to have solutions for it, or at least ways to engage and think about that problem based on previous experience and previous knowledge that you've encountered, right? So I, I think that the concern, for me at least, is less so about the offloading of information um, to, to different sources or different mediums it's more the um lack of critical um digestion of information and materials so analysis
0: right exactly like
1: that's that's the skill that i would rather teach i would rather teach people how to be able to go out seek information and analyze information than say well if we've got it on this specific medium, we're dumbing people down. If we've got access to the internet on smartphones, we're dumbing people down because people can just Google things whenever they want. If we put it in books, then people can just read books whenever they want. Um,
0: well, uh, okay, but so so here, let me play. I'm going to play like devil's advocate to this. Sure. So if you look at it from like a, a, a physiological thing, and I'm I'm not a doctor, so. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, also, not a teacher, but I, I do know like some uh, kinesiology things like in your brain is a muscle. Sure. So if you, if you don't exercise it regularly and vigorously, you know, you, as older you get, it's it's harder to go back in and like and build up that cognitive strength. And so. I don't. I mean, I can't prove it without citing some some better sourcing. But like, you know, uh, I,
1: I, I am understanding book, what you're book saying, reading, so.
0: book reading, having to do like math problems longhand with pen and paper, build things, whatever that might be, using your hands. Um, you know, doing your science experiments, whatever. Uh, you know the 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 literal building of your intelligence is, is more so than if you just look up uh real quick, uh what is, you know, the difference between nouns and verbs and adverbs, or what's the chemical composition of, uh I don't know, pick something, uh, water, but, you know, we know what that sure. is, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. being able to, to, to find the sure. answers without having to, to, you know, try too hard. I, uh, for, I, I for... guess what, what that does then is down the road it having nothing to do with finding out or remembering what the chemical equation of water is or remembering verbs and adverbs, your ability to tackle a, a completely different problems in, in your world and in life, you know, from simple things like, Hey, uh, you know, my phone is dead. Uh, how do I, how do I find a landline for an emergency how do i uh look up or find a phone number if i can't use my phone um sure. and those are just random examples but like the, the cognitive strength is is kind of weakened now the the kids now know more they know more like facts and no more things maybe Theory. than, than yeah. previous generations but i'm not so sure that they can so yeah, I'm getting I'm getting a little a, bit off, a,
1: off, a couple
0: off of thoughts here. So uh, let me back,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, a couple of thoughts. So the the first one is uh it, they're still too young and uh information is still not quite there, so it's too early to tell how smart any uh younger generation is, I think as no, a you whole. Just,
2: you put a blanket over them and if they could get out from under it, they're smarter <laughs> than my mom's dogs.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's a great <laughs> test. Um so Going back to your point about um, um, like kinetically teaching things or like hands-on teaching and like uh, streamlining things with artificial intelligence, right – So you're talking about, you know, students doing mathematics longhand or making their having to learn through different formulas and stuff like that. My argument isn't that we don't teach those things. My argument is that we could use artificial intelligence to to like once we have taught theory, because I think that theory is important to continue to teach. Right. Like at no point in time am I saying that we don't teach students how to do algebra. Because it's important to learn these skills. Again, that goes back to that being able to actually learn and to like analytically, uh, uh, analytically analyze, (laughs) be able to analyze uh, uh, different kinds of information to go through the motions and actually learn this stuff, because that is very important. I think hands on and lab experiences um, will probably be far more important in future teaching because. You do have smart encyclopedias around that you can use to reference things, show diagrams of things, show videos of how to be able to do a step-by-step process of these different things. So if you have these tools available to you, I think that the best thing to do is to use them. What's one of the best ways to learn is to do it and then teach it to somebody else. Um doesn't work for all students, but <laughs> being able to actually go through and do it and work through the problem physically hands on, be it a computer kind of guiding you through um, algebra and showing you where you're making your mistakes along the way or, um, or something along those lines. I think that there is real benefit to that. And I don't think that the medium that we use for storing our information or accessing our information has nearly mu- as much of an impact on on that as you might think. Because um, I feel like I have access to my smartphone constantly, all the time. And I consider that just like an infinite library that, that I have at my beck and call constantly for things at my leisure, for information and news, for for whatever I want to look up or learn about at this point in time. I've just got terabytes upon terabytes of of yeah of of information that i have to sift through and learn about um uh i i think that having access to that doesn't make me um less engaged critically it doesn't make me less smart because i haven't sat down and learned the rules of quantum mechanics or um pick topic and insert it here um but i can have kind of a reference guide that i can get a, a rough shot with um and if i'm particularly interested in the subject i can delve in deeper now with artificial intelligence it might be able to aggregate some of that information and data for me a little bit faster here are x amount of books and articles written on this subject and here are experts papers and thoughts on this subject or this is what people thought about it given this amount of historical context about this situation and this period of time based on what contemporary experts say
0: well i guess it's like you know with anything you know we use it with like superheroes you know you you and many people you know use your powers for good Certainly isn't like, you know, it sounds like a pain. There's a, there is certainly uh, plenty of truth to what you're saying. I guess I, I tend to kind of be the pessimist. I'm looking at the ones who are, who will inevitably, you know, use it for shortcutting. But to your point, there's always been shortcutting that's, uh,
1: Oh yeah, smart um, kids will smart for? kids will always shortcut. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. that's the destiny that, that's, of smart children. The They're problem. too smart for their own good, and you can't do anything. Well, it's, I'm more so worried
0: about I'm more worried thing. about like the, the the you know I don't know nice way I say like the dumber people and their ability to shortcut. Smart people, I think yeah, the, can yeah, having can use some like, of the problems I've been hearing about good. lately
2: is kids aren't any good at cheating anymore. Like they don't. If you are really good at cheating on whatever the topic is, you should be doing almost as much work as it would take to learn the material. Sure. You know, and, and a lot of these kids are, they're going to chat GBT, They're just, or, or whatever. That's not great. Yeah. And having it, having it be printed out and they don't even bother to read it. And literally in the first few sentences, it's like, as an AI software, I should not be answering this question. However, sure. if I were to pretend to be Dave, a guy who will die if he doesn't answer this.
0: <laughs> yeah, perfect. Uh, that's that's exactly it right there.
1: So for what it's worth, um, I don't know how systemic that problem is. I'm sure that there I'm are definitely instances it. of that. Um, yeah. It but, seems a lot more common
2: than those rainbow parties that were a problem when I was allegedly in high school.
1: Sure. Or <laughs> students just printing off entire Wikipedia articles to turn in for papers. Like, right. like if you're not good at cheating, you're going to suck at cheating no matter what your medium is. Like. Couldn't be me. Yeah, exactly. I it's Slytherin I'd
2: never. Yeah. I would never be more embarrassed. I've actually never been more embarrassed
1: than being caught cheating on something. Yeah. It's, the, it's the ultra bad feel. Yeah. Um, so, so speaking
0: of speaking of class systems and caste systems and artificial intelligence, uh, mm-hmm. what did, well, before I do that pivot, did you have uh, something else you want to drive home on the uh, the future of of AI and?
1: Oh, I don't,
0: uh, as you see it, and teacher.
1: My general thought is, uh, uh, I think that. There are plenty of great like uh, uh teaching assistant roles that artificial intelligence could possibly play in in teaching. Um I think that with um with artificial intelligence being um, where it is at at least presently and still being unreliable, students probably shouldn't be using ChatGPT GPT to turn in your homework. It's not great. Don't don't do it. Um okay. And also, I think that this is probably a good part, a good place in time for students to, or for teachers specifically, to maybe look at how we teach, um, and maybe start wondering if there are other ways, more hands-on ways that we could be teaching subjects or, um, or creating avenues of teaching and learning and and places. And work for students to, um, to to exercise this information that they're learning, that might be a little bit more difficult to just uh, have ChatGPT
0: spit out an essay or an answer for them. True uh also on class did you did you want help with your statistics class or you've oh got god that,
1: uh, do you guys really want to do inferential statistics right now you're not ready for it i'm not ready what, for what's the now. word in front of statistics what's the other uh, inferential statistics it's uh like inferring? making infer- yeah making inferences uh like uh um, based on okay. data points and okay and gotcha.
2: predicting
0: things more or so less. you do it so statistics
2: like and then infer something from it
0: yeah, correct. That's basically all sports analysis. So I think I
1: I'm, I have learned
0: I'm probably there with you
1: so much about, uh, yeah statistics involving sports and uh, the practical applications of statistics and cards, which I like knew a lot of the theory before I've been playing trading card games forever. And if you know anything about statistics, it makes you a little bit better at playing trading card games. Uh, or just cards in general. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that part of the the class, I feel like I had a, a
0: great handle on. And then there are a few weeks where it was dicey. So and, what do you just have homework? Do you have like a a paper, an assignment? As a, uh, so, uh,
1: I mean, uh, so... There are assignments and quizzes all the time. Uh, I don't know how interesting my classwork is, but uh, there is a project that we're working on where we have to um, create some sort of hypothesis, go and aggregate a bunch of data um, and then do inferential statistics on the data and proceed to do a report on it. So um, I
0: don't so, think we can help you write a report tonight. Yeah, you don't want to. It's Joe does. Yeah. Uh, Goes uh, Okay. Hosted. Yeah, yeah that's it's good really stuff. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. This well, you you know you were talking about about uh, you know classes and staying classy and c- class systems and then AI, which naturally you know the one thing that encompasses all those is the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yes. Um, which we talked about and in this essay. I will <laughs> correct. <laughs> I uh, I indoctrinated my kids this is the other day when it was raining here Tass and our lib your yeah family and, well we had no uh, internet at the house um internet went kaput um, sure. so thereby uh challenging the children to flex their minds uh, to find things <laughs> to do and after after reading for a little bit i said well you know we're getting ready to eat and I said, well, there, there is this thing called like a DVD case down in the basement that's got about a half inch of dust on it. Um, the DVD player works, even though we've got no Wi-Fi and no cable or anything else. So I was like, well, you guys can go grab, grab something off there and we'll, we'll give it a run. And uh, they came up with the original Fast and the Furious movie. Excellent. Which, which is a great movie. And here's why. Uh, okay. I've watched that uh, many many times and I don't know where I'm going with this other than how walker is he Is so there dead? is there no greater example of AI takeover than that franchise? I mean if you had if you if AI existed in 2000 or whenever the first one came out and you just as a joke said hey, here here ChatGPT um I need Nine spin-off movies off this basic premise with a heightened sense of of unrealism and explosive violence uh, progressively increase. Go. Would so, they not have churned out exactly what has been churned out?
1: I think that the answer is yes, but I would also argue that in an infinite universe with an infinite number of monkeys you're eventually going to get fast and the furious and somehow also every michael bay production that's ever been made so
0: hmm. See, i don't know i don't we, know we should, that... we should do a whole show on michael bay because he is a polarizing figure he is a wow. he is a jack wagon but man he has also made some good stuff intermixed with his horrible stuff yeah and boy is there some it's, terrible it's... stuff but there's also some good stuff in the. Dichotomy. What was the was the
1: island? Was that Michael Bay, with uh, I, I don't think, I think Ian so. McGregor with,
0: with, with, and the island wasn't that DiCaprio? No,
1: no, 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 no. Maybe, but that, uh, are you going to make me look? Oh Jesus! Director Michael Bay, yeah, Ian McGregor, wow. Scarlett Johansson, Jamon Hunsu. Um, yeah, no, See, this is the one. Have you seen? I have you ever seen, seen this the one. island? Oh, my no. God. All right. This is actually, is great, this is actually a good uh, 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 Michael Bay movie. I'm not going to uh, spoil anything. I think that it's really fascinating. It's a weird sci-fi that cast movie. cast is, it's, it's is fantastic. really solid. I like it quite a bit.
0: Um, my man Bay has made some bangers in the early days. Uh, yeah. But that's a different show. Uh, so all this to say that um, the original Fast and Furious, which... I don't know you. You guys might remember, but it kind of dates you, predates you guys. No,
1: no, such not. a such was... a
0: such a good film for its time. It's cheesier than shit, but it's you know it's it's pretty it's pretty clean. Uh, it's it's by whatever metric a fine movie. Not anything, not any But you know, it's a it's a car, literally street racing, and like you know, small time. Uh, rivalries and family deal, you know. And uh,
1: I played probably a decade's worth of Need for Need for Speed games specifically yeah. because of this movie,
0: for sure. Yeah, and and you know, all right. So the, the first couple sequels were, you know, not so great. Whatever, and then I think it was like the fifth one where it really just jumped the shark and, and became whatever the fuck this is my son went and saw the new one I I refuse and it's just uh, my point being uh, it, that it really is an interesting exercise that franchise from what it started out as to to what it still is today almost 20 years later uh i i actually kind of find it interesting it's horse shit but it's really it's really pretty interesting that they've managed to to reinvent that dog from from what that first movie was. So, I don't know. I blame the AI, but that was my my side rant. I think that's fair.
1: Agreed. It also aired uh, in the Czech Republic just after 9-11, in case you were wondering, for the very first time. Really? Yeah. Why do you know that? Because uh, I'm on the IMDB, and I looked it up, and saw so it was 2001, and I was like... Well, never forget. And so I wanted never, to see never forget probably.
0: Fast and the Furious. That's what all never New Yorkers say. Never yeah. forget family. God damn it.
1: Well,
2: <laughs> Paul Walker's death was my 9-11. God.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh
0: shit. Is Vin Diesel uh, not like, is he not like Kirkland brand Dwayne Johnson, though? Like, oh my God. not like just physically, but like he was actually kind of an actor when he first started out, and then morphed into this weird, uh, bloated caricature of himself. And like you know, the yeah, last remember when whatever, he was in Private
1: years.
0: Ryan. Well, like you know, uh, Pitch Black and ah, First Hell, and hell yeah, Curious. Pitch Black is sick. He's actually like a classically trained actor. I'm I am not advocating anything for fucking Adam Slide Dick or whatever his real name is, mm-hmm. but. I do find it kind of funny that the franchise pulled in Dwayne Johnson, who is, yeah, he's he's the uh, Bud Heavy version of of Bud Light Vin Diesel. Um, very well similar said. career career arc. Uh, and and interesting you know, parallels. Physical presence, contracts equal yeah, I don't know it's 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 weird one could one could spend more time than is worthwhile investigating the the subtle nuances of uh, the fast the furious uh, Adam Diesel and Dwayne John. I don't recommend that anyone does that by the way. I actually would advise against it, but uh, so that's that's where that was triggered too. The internet went out and and I lost. Four hours of my life thinking about this, the layers upon layers of Fast and the Furious.
1: I dig it. So, I have a thought. We should block off a day, possibly a weekend, and then suffer through all 10 movies. Oh my God. And then. Even Tokyo Drift? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Especially Tokyo Drift. God. And then. Did.
0: We do a podcast or
1: an entire series about it.
0: Ooh, how many gummies does that require? I will oh, figure out by the end of it, yeah, that's for sure. Use your st- use your newfound statistics <laughs> yeah, knowledge yeah. to extrapolate out exactly how many fucking gummies for, we need to make yeah, that work. Yeah,
1: once I once I finish this uh, inferential statistics homework, I'll I'll get right on that. <laughs> we'll apply.
0: Aside statistics. Um, the Fast and the Furious uh class and cast systems. What what else, what are you else are you geeking on this week?
1: Uh, I am glad that you asked. And is uh, it
0: warmer for the? Cook? Uh, for
1: the it, so, uh in all honesty, probably because the uh, my weeks have been just absolutely consumed by homework here lately and schoolwork, and so I have had dreadfully little uh time for other stuff i will say uh, uh outside of roll, uh, uh warmer 40 40 key yeah yeah Warm, warmer, yeah, 40 warmer key. yeah perfect uh outside of that uh i did just watch avatar 2 this week and teaser yeah definitely a teaser because i have thoughts on that uh most of them are pretty fucking good but i i've got some thoughts so
0: yeah, uh, I uh, I saw it and th- I took my kids in the theater when it first came out. So I have been dipped in the uh, ways of water, yes. and am down to discuss next week. Hell yeah, uh,
1: Joe. What about you? What are you I doing uh, this week? I guess
2: uh, technically I have been geeking on Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I'm <laughs> desperately trying to get through because it just it just sucks. It's a bad game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the, I, I really enjoy like the the looking and watching somebody else the masochism the exact of that is, same like the game. Like, oh man, it's ancient Greece. This looks amazing, the world's beautiful, these characters look great. I'm trying something
2: new and playing yeah. email all the way through because you get one or the other. Yep.
1: Three weeks later. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's about right. It's about right. I think it's been about two weeks since I started. Not two weeks. Later. Oh, yeah, and it's just it's such a slog, and and then you get to a certain point and the the plot kicks into gear and you're like, hold on, I wanted to do these side quests. Are they still going to be available? And thankfully they still are. But like, do I even really want to do them now?
0: Fuck. So you're just in sucks. like the the grunge fuck phase of this. Like you just yeah. you're determined to see it through for God and country.
2: Yeah, I need to know how it ends. And then there are mm-hmm. some other things like um, I'm pretty sure there's a, a quest line where I'm going to become like the incarnation of the goddess Artemis, which cool. I'm kind of excited by the idea of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. I also am enjoying, um, there's like a, a cult that I'm killing and that's like part of the deal. And so that's been fun. And there's some like fun armor sets you get for doing that. Um, none, none of this matters. None of this, not a single fucking thing about this matters. I've sunk <laughs> at least 40 hours into it over the last two weeks. And, um, you know there are there are, i could be I could be volunteering at the the food pantry instead. <laughs> it would be a better use of my time, and I would Brutal. feel better about myself for doing it
1: Brutal. but instead,
2: I'm just trying to get this story done.
1: Where are you at presently in the game?
2: uh uh Pericles has died okay uh, if that gives you that's that and I feel like that's not the spoiler compared to the much worse thing that happens immediately before that, yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then I've, I've done all the work to figure out where my mother is, but I haven't gone to see her yet because I'm afraid of ticking over the, the next, like, here's all the quests you lose. If you go talk to her thing weird. Yeah. It's just, uh, time progresses and, and I'm, I'm playing the game to avoid thinking about how time progresses and yet. Um, as time progresses, I'm losing things and I it's what I'm trying to escape from. Why are you giving me in an, and a thing I'm th- I'm using this to escape, Ubisoft? What the fuck is wrong with you? Also, cool. Ubisoft has like a really bad like uh sexual harassment problem in their workplace. So it's like mildly Ew. problematic. Am I even giving them money to play these games anyway? I hate
0: it. I hate it. You tied in order in a, you've tied yourself in a knot there. I really bruh. have.
2: And so it's been a real relief uh, these last three or four hours um, to finally get my invitation to uh, my cousin's wedding. Uh, and so I've been looking at formal wear, and I found out that there's actually like cler- clerical formal wear that exists.
0: And I'm Ooh, oh, please tell I'm me, so please tempted. tell me, there's a kilt involved.
2: I wish. I mean, there might and- be. I haven't. I haven't delved into uh, Presbyterian formal wear. Formal wear. Yeah, boy. But I found boy, out I oh can. There's like there's places online where I can buy all kinds of really cool. Just like, why did you buy these for your priest when you could have fed people in your congregation clothes?
0: Oh, it's like it's like elaborate full like like oh, Pope Junior yeah. full costuming Oh, oh yeah. nice. Yeah,
2: for just for just a few thousand dollars, I could be I could be popped out. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh dude, I, I think you have I mean you have to at least go full like shoulders to floor robes. Yeah. And then some over. sort of miter. I mean, I I don't think you could probably save on some of the bling and, and do it on a budget, but you've got to go you gotta go full robes and tall man hat.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very tentative. the full 40k. Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) Join us next week for my six hour paper on the East Farm
0: 3 atrocity. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, Nick, what are you geeking on this week? Uh, I've enjoyed, uh, well, uh, watching the NBA finals, I think. Uh, Kind of a sloggy type of thing. If you're not much of a basketball fan, it's not super entertaining, I guess, because it's not. Not per se the most flashy teams and it was kind of ugly, but it was uh yeah, it was good. It was good basketball. And somebody different won the Denver Nuggets, which is the first time in a long time, and it hasn't been one of the major franchises, like the Spurs and the Lakers and the Warriors and the Celtics have been, you know, winning. The major market teams have won like the last frickin' twenty-five titles or something, including Chicago and Milwaukee. So uh yeah, it was uh, entertaining, and that's over. And then that means we can focus on football and baseball. Oh. Nice sporty sport. Sport go sports ball. oh uh, If you if you liked any of that, um, one tune in next week for the Way of Water episode uh, featuring Ryan. Hopefully back from Quebec, and uh, you know support us. Give us a little feedback. Uh, Joe knows where it's at.
2: I do. Uh, If you want to give us some feedback, you can do so over at uh, anywhere you find podcasts, but especially if you're on the Apple podcast app, give us five stars and tell us what you think about the show. Even if it's bad, we don't care. Just give us the five stars and tell us what you think. Um, If you want to support us in other ways, go to patreon.com slash geekcast live where you can pay us to have Nick read your voice at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the season and never again. Um.
0: <laughs> or if you're, if you're in the $25 level on Patreon, I'll read any goddamn thing you want.
1: That's true. That's true. I got him to read my fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Stunned. Um,
2: or you can go to gcl.threadless.com where you can actually get something for your money.
1: Some sweet and merch.
2: Sweet merch.
1: If you want to show off your sweet merch or talk about just your sweet- how your day's been. Or smirch, uh, or warmer forty key. Uh, you can do so on any of the <laughs> on any of the social media. So you can do a search at Geekcast Live, and if you want to check out more of our stuff, uh, you can do so at VioletPress.com.
0: Exiled Hungarian porn director, warmer forty, warmer forty key, <laughs> yeah. Oh God! I didn't uh, want to know what he did to get in exile. No, it's, been, it's bad. Smurfs were involved. Um, yeah. So uh, thanks for uh, joining us. We'll probably put some plugs in in post production. And bye. I don't know, so. bye. See you in hell. Sure. Call call Ryan's grandparents.
1: Yeah. Yeah.